Live from Los Live from Los Angeles. This is Dre's Geek Philosophy. Yada yada yada. Monday, Labor Day edition. Hey, Labor Day. Hey, it's Labor Day. We're doing this on Labor Day because it's not work for us. <laughs> we're not. It doesn't feel like work because we're just being jackasses. <laughs> and so, as we're doing a we're doing a rolling start, just like if you're playing Daytona back in the days uh, in the in the arcade, you always get that rolling start. Yeah, oh, oh. So. Uh, get, uh, co-host Pete is telling me about this movie called Geostorm. Geostorm. <laughs> there, from, from the from the, from the man who who jizzes whenever a city gets destroyed. Whatever the freaking Nolan or no no I, Roland Imreich, the man who destroys everything he sees. He has a new a new. So you were telling me the plot right now a little bit about this. Uh, there's a satellite. A satellite. They could they could stop natural disasters. Like it's a weather satellite. It's a weather satellite. Yeah. So it shoots something into the clouds, and then like it stops natural disasters. But someone uses is using it to like attack places with weather. Because <laughs> if you really want to fuck some place up, you go straight to the weather. You you drop some you drop some of that hot fire. Yeah. <laughs> Although I mean, hell, right now I mean I'm sure the city of Houston doesn't think it's very amusing. That's but. true. That's true. And then, but, but so this movie, like, so of course naturally because it's freaking rolling. I'm right. Cities are probably being just Cities obliterated. Are being obliterated by lightning and tornadoes. <laughs> Good God! So, as we call it, disaster porn. Yeah. For 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 those people who who can only get their rocks off by seeing the the, the utter destruction of buildings and 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 and, and civilization. Yeah. I dated a girl like that once. No. <laughs> you dated a girl who could only get off. She she could only get off if you if you if you utterly destroyed her. No, she. <laughs> her big thing in life. Was to see the entire world destroyed. Oh wow! Not not by like you know war or anything like that. She wanted a meteor to come to Earth and destroy it. That's she okay. wanted to see it. She wanted it to happen. Huh? That sounds like a super villain, man. <laughs> like, yeah, I, that's like my. It's like so. I married an axe murderer. So I dated a super villain. So, so I dated a mass genocidal <laughs> maniac. <laughs> You're dating like the the female equivalent of Lex Luthor. Yeah. Basically, yeah. She wow. wasn't doing anything to orchestrate it. She was just wow. hoping. That was her desire. <laughs> that, was, that was her desire in life to see something utterly just <laughs> see the entire world just destroyed. Hey, because because we're not doing a good enough job ourselves. No, <laughs> think about the generations of people that have come and gone. You know, the guys that wear the signs, the end is nigh, yeah. and all of that stuff. And how many of them have been wrong? And to be the one that is right, to be the guy who's holding that sign and to witness it happening, that has to be probably the most fulfilling experience of their lives. I mean, well, I'm going to be crash here, buddy. They, that dude would probably have the hardest erection in, in the world. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. But they'll be running around literally just saying, I told you so. At the same time, though, right, you'd be like, yes, I'm right. Oh, fuck. Oh, <laughs> like, now we're all fucked. Hey, I was right, everyone. Well, we're all going to die. Oh, shit, we're dead. Yeah. Well, no, that's the thing. You can't really, you know, like say that that guy's going to have that much of a life if he's devoting it to that's trying true. to tell everybody that the end is nigh. I mean, if you've ever watched Watchmen or read Watchmen. Ah, 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 nerds. 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 Hey. Oh my god! So yesterday, I I was not very nerdy yesterday. No, you weren't. No, I was not because I, I I I am sometimes a walking conundrum. <laughs> I I am an enigma. I, I I constantly do things that are the opposite of what people expect. We are not the nerds that we seem to be. We're nerds. I, I, we're nerds. But we have underneath the nerd outfit 
Sports outfits. Yeah, yeah, yes. Especially uh, <laughs> Xavier Samsey and I were big sports fans. We we grew up in Los Angeles during the the, the biggest time in Los uh, in, in the, the, the peak sports mm. time in in the eighties. The Lakers, the Doyers. <laughs> I think yeah. the Raiders won a championship during that time, but uh, we may have been too young to. The Kings got care. Gretzky. The Kings got Gretzky. Hockey became yeah. relevant. Yeah, so so because of that, even though I, I am a big nerd, mm-hmm. I also love the sports. There is something about the watching competition that that it's very fulfilling to me. Or or, or yelling at the television, mm. or in yesterday's case, a friend of the show Ryan Rios, who who always try, uh, tunes in or tries in all uh, tune all the time. What? Uh, I'm sorry, you're just like, you like yelling at the TV, but as the case was yesterday, 18, 19-year-old men. 18, 19-year-old men, yes. Uh, my friend of the show, Ryan Rios, uh, he and I, we have a tradition the last four years where we go to the first UCLA football mm-hmm. game. Um, I, I, I I live in Pasadena. I live very close to the uh, to the Rose Bowl. So I was hey, dude, park at my house. We'll walk down there. Yeah. So yesterday, it was the first game of the season, UCLA, uh, UCLA football, uh, playing against uh, Texas A&M. I was like, oh, dude, this should be a competitive game, you know. It, it, should, it should be fun. Like, honestly, I, I like going to sporting events because just the atmosphere yeah. is so crazy. It, it is just, it is wild. You have a bunch of, well, in this case, not really, there weren't that many drunk people because they, they don't sell beer at college games. You have to kind of, you literally have to pregame where, <laughs> where you have to, <laughs> like, get drunk. Oh, man, dude, no, security was at its fucking height yesterday. I I, I freaking, I, I got my fucking colon inspected. Since I've snuck into sporting events and music concerts in I the biggest, <laughs> biggest security areas. Uh, well, your your sphincter must be very similar to Rick Sanchez, where no, sh- no, your no, shit just I've, falls right out. I've got, se- <laughs> I've got several other places that are <laughs> You have several other sphincter. orifices other than your colon to, to smuggle in yes. drugs and par- paraphernalia? I'm, I am the orifice master. You're, you're the master of orifices. You have, you have no problem smuggling things in through any hole, by any by any hole necessary. That's right. But oh, hey, Crunchy Sashimi uh, rejoins us on Twitch. Thanks for uh, chiming in, my friend. Twitch. Hey, no, no apologies necessary, my friend. Welcome back. <laughs> you know, you, there's always a place for you here to watch the show. So, anyways, <clears throat> as I continue, so we go to the game, and. Man, first half of the game was disappointing. If you if you were a fan of the UCLA Bruins, it was fucking awful. Yeah. <laughs> it was ridiculous. I was I was incensed. My buddy Ryan, we were both incensed. We we're just like, hey, why why do we come out here? It, it was um, because I, I know Pete. Pete, you always end up being my everyman. Yeah. You, you are the everyman. You are the, you are the representative of the, of the people. You are rep- you are representing the audience. Mm-hmm. If I am the doctor, you are my companion. There you go. There you go. To, to make it very nerdy, right there. You are the companion. You you are where the you you are the audience viewer, mm-hmm. and then you are here, so I I can refer to you and tell you because I know you are not a sports guy. No, no, no you you are not like us. No, you were born a little bit later after the Dodgers, after yeah. the Lakers. You are kind of like I like comics. Yeah, I'm a comic book guy. Like, where like like I am a, like I am a man of I am a jack of many trades. Yeah. I, have, I have many nerd trades. So many, too many sometimes, <laughs> and that's why that's why we do the show because I know a lot of things. You know a lot of- I know a little bit of a lot of things. <laughs> this game was awful. Like it, it was just it was Man. terrible. It, it was it was forty at one point. It was 44, 44 to ten. Nah. That's really bad. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is horrendous. We were calling. We were. I, I was yelling as as loud as I could. I, I was maybe about like fifty rows back. I, I was I was there, but I was in. I'm a loud motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> I have a I have a nice set of lungs. And I can get loud. So we were we were calling for the head of the head coach. We were calling for his head of the head coach. We wanted him fired. We were like, hey, Chip Kelly's available. That's a, that's another football coach oh. who's currently unemployed. 
who sucks as well. But. He sucks as well, but uh, yesterday we, we we would have taken uh, the, the the corpse from Weekend at Bernie's to be the coach. <laughs> when it, it was really bad, it was unpleasant to watch, and all the fans around us because it was crazy. A lot of people from Texas came out to watch the game. Oh wow! Half the stadium was maroon. I, I looked it up just to make sure I was, I was saying the correct color because at first I said crimson and I offended a bunch of those Texas people because there's another school called oh. Alabama and they're known as the Crimson Tide, uh, which is a they are a rival of this Texas school because they're in the same division. And I'm no, doing it like Doctor Evil. Not, division. They are not angry women on their parents. <laughs> <laughs> See, I, I didn't think to go there. Yeah, I was thinking, what was that movie? <laughs> Crimson Tide, yeah, yeah. The U.S. Uh, the U.S. is Alabama. Yeah. Ah, Crimson Tide. Ah, <laughs> movie nerd. The circle is complete. The circle <laughs> is now complete. Fusion ha. And then we, so there was a shitload of like there was a lot of them, mm-hmm. a lot of hot females from Texas. Good God, woo, woosa, <laughs> woosa. I was just like, I was like this half the time. Like I was like saluting. <laughs> I was you know, like, thank you, <laughs> thank you. And so the half the stadium was like cheering. The other half was just abjectly disappointed. Like, oh, great. Because last year, the UCF football, had a, they had a very bad year. It was, it was not, again, just like last year we went to the game and it was really disappointing to watch. So we're watching this game and it is awful. We, we are belligerent. We are criticizing them. We, like all of us, like, all the UCLA fans in our, our section, we're just angry. Aww. Like it started raining. So like all the, all the weak Fairweather fans, literally Fairweather fans, <laughs> wa- took off. <laughs> but we stuck it out. I'm like, you know, I've never watched. I've never watched a sporting event in the rain. That's normally a. That's normally an East Coast problem. <laughs> we, 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 uh, as Tony, Tony, and Tony said, it never rains in Southern California. I thought you were about to say, it feels good. <laughs> no, that that, that that that's later. That, that that's later. And so we're watching this game, and slowly but surely, UCLA gets their shit together. To mm. quote Morty Smith, "Get your shit together, <laughs> you stupid Bruins. Take all your shit." Put in a shit backpack and get your shit together. And they got their shit. And we're still. They slowly start going. All right, they're making the game respectable. Yeah, all right, they're the, they're not they're not completely embarrassing themselves. And through um, as you said in the pregame show, Samzia, they needed. Uh, there was a point where they got to within twenty points. It was forty-four to twenty-four. Mm-hmm. And as Samzia definitely said, they needed nine minutes of perfect football to 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 win the game. And that is exactly what they did. It was in like we're sitting there like. I'm still in disbelief. My buddy, who was an even bigger UCLA football, he was just like out of his mind. Yeah. Like everyone around us were like, "What the fuck is happening?" It was this is this is why people get into sports because when yeah. ridiculous shit like this happens, it takes your like you you just go on this emotional roller coaster and you just have no idea what the fuck to do. Like my buddy's like he's like I'm gonna throw up. Like oh, we were coming shit. back and he was like so physically ill he wanted to throw up. Oh, it was man. insane. I was like sitting oh. there like. How many ten-gallon hats were tossed into onto the ground? <laughs> no, it was fans. it was insane because you just saw this disappointment in them. Like the, the, there, there were these couple old like, uh, there's there, there's an older couple who's sitting like two rows behind us, and like I, after so you see like to launch they complete the comeback they miracles happened. I won't get into the whole details of the the Michiganess of all this. Usually won 45 to 44 in the final minute of the game via freaking multiple miracles. Like I said, nine minutes of perfect sports. It took them nine minutes to go from suck to blow. (laughs) Yes, they were the mega made from Spaceballs. They went from suck (laughs) to blow. And they, it was great because it was at, at that nine minute mark. Because because me and my buddy we went back to my house and we rewatched the game. On, no. We wanted to hear the commentators and it was great because there's this one commentator in sports. He gets super fucking excited. Like he lets you fucking know. He freaking absolutely loses his goddamn shit. And he was calling the game. 
Yeah, no, he's known. He is known. If you if you go to YouTube, YouTube search on this on guy. Gus Johnson. Yeah, like he is just like he <laughs> lets all of his emotions out. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> they scored a f- like he he's holding back. You know, swear words. Yeah. Like, he'd be like, that fucking score! Holy fuck! <laughs> like, he's, like, holding it back, and he's like, and the shot! Ah! He freaking screams in the mic. And we, we get back to my place. I'm like, oh, my God, Gus Johnson was calling this game? I'm like, Ryan, we we got to watch this. We got to see these last three, last three touchdowns. <laughs> and he was losing his shit every time. And it was great. Oh, man. Like, yeah, YouTube, yeah, for, for those of you watching, man, YouTube Gus Johnson <laughs> losing his shit or Gus Johnson yelling. It's freaking hilarious. Yeah. How he freaking at, like, ob- objectively just completely loses his mind. We're going to be watching Gus Johnson later. Just saying. Yeah. <laughs> In the in the, po- in the post game meeting, uh, post show meeting, yeah, we'll be we'll be watching this. But yeah, the, it was insane. It was it was such an emotionally. Oh, mm-hmm. I'm sitting there. I think for the, for the the last five minutes of the game, my hands were up here. Oh, I, I had my brand new hat that I had just bought, and then I had my old hat. I put the other hat on top of it backwards. I'm just holding it, everything together like this <laughs> with my hands to the sides. I'm like, I can't believe this. This is fucking nuts. And I, 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 at the nine minute mark, I told my buddy Ryan, "Hey man, if they score quick, they can come back." He's like, "There's no way. There's no way they'll come back." They fucking did. It was the, the the second. It was the biggest comeback in UCLA history. The second biggest comeback in football in college football history. It was it, it was an, an emotional like like I said the reason it, we watch sports. It's something that. Can you imagine if they had fallen short on that last play? Oh, that's all. There's I, so many things that could have. They, everything could have gone, gone wrong. wrong. There, 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 there were still things going wrong. Like it, it wasn't necessarily nine minutes of perfect football, but it, everything that needed to go their way went their way. Hola, Chanel. Thank you for joining us. It was, it was just it was just such a crazy emo like you know like that's all I could think about near the end I was like oh my god they're so close to fucking this up oh my god what like how will we all feel if they fuck this up yeah. oh my god oh my god and just like the elation when they finally actually like the game was over and they won like you just see all these UCLA fans just they don't know what to do with themselves yeah we we were just destroying this team two hours ago we're like we were like reading their last rights like fire the coach get rid of the quarterback and then that same quarterback had the game of his life in the second half and it was just Emotions, sports. This, this is why sports people lose their goddamn minds. Just when when insanity happens, like I, it made no sense. That, that's that's the best way I can put it. As we were walking, we we were walking out because, like I said, I live right by the Rose Bowl, so we're we walked back and then we were surrounded by Texas people. Oh. And it was, it was funny. I was like half like I'm sorry, dude. I was like I'm sorry, man. That made no sense because Texas didn't really necessarily do anything wrong. Usually, just did everything right, and it was. Sport. Uh, we're like sports. That's a, that's, that's football. <laughs> it's freaking. It's insane. Yeah. It's out of control. You can't control it. There's like it's. You never know what can happen. Like one half of the game looked like, oh, Texas is gonna just destroy UCLA. Like people turned people turned off the game, and then they find out later, like what? How did they win? Yeah. Oh, people were, had already buried them. I, I know oh. personally the guy that does the voice of the post game show of the Bruins. He had already buried them. Oh, every, oh, I, I texted you when it was forty four ten. I'm like, I hope Tim. I hope Tim is ready for tonight. He's gonna get all sorts of bad calls. Yeah, and all of a sudden, like it was like lightning struck. It started raining. The fires went out in L.A. Yeah. and the Bruins woke the fuck the up. The Bruins somehow won the game, but you know. Enough sports, you know. I know this is Dre's Geek Philosophy, I'm sure. Turn off the music in the background. And hello, oh, hello, Major Woody. I wish there was a way to turn off that weird music. The, the way we use Twitch, we have to use this, um, this, 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 uh, this app, this, uh, playroom. I really wish there was a way for me to kill that music. I, we, we have not found a way to shut that music down. I know it's really annoying, and I apologize, Major Woody. Uh, Major Woody on Twitch. <laughs> so, speaking of things that don't make any sense, today, apparently, Nintendo announced. Oh. Uh, or at least they, they updated the profile of the of Mario. Oh yeah, yeah. I read about this. He yeah. is no longer a plumber. What? 
the fuck? <laughs> yes, Mario. Known as a plumber, because, you know, the yeah. original Mario, well, in the original Donkey Kong game, when he was Jumpman, yeah. he was a carpenter. But then when they did that first Mario Brothers game, the really weird one with the bars and the crabs, Mario yeah, had crabs. The bars were all oh, pipes. You had hit the, they were the all working thing. pipes. All the pipes, yeah. You yeah. had the turtles, you had to knock yeah. them over, and yeah. the crabs, and the, yeah, yeah the, all the pipes. So he was a plumber. And then in, in Super Mario Brothers, you know, you had all the warp pipes. There was pipes everywhere. Yeah. He, he was still kind of plumbing. Yeah. And then when they when they started doing all the cartoons and the Super Mario Super Show, when you know Captain Lou Albano dressed up as a uh, as Mario, <laughs> he was still a plumber. Yeah. But um, apparently today, if when they they translated the um, the the text or they updated Mario's profile yeah. on the Japanese Nintendo site, it's like, oh, he has not done plumbing in a very long time. He is no longer a plumber. Well, he like, he lost his license, or, or I don't know. I mean, he's been a doctor. He's yeah. been a cart driver. He's been a uh, uh, yeah. There's uh, all these different things he's done. He's played baseball. He plays soccer. Yeah. He does all these other things. But apparently, on his uh, profile, he is no longer a plumber. What, what the do fuck? they have him as? Is he retired now, or what? I guess. I mean, uh, to to be fair, if you look at any of the recent games, he really hasn't done too much plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> I think maybe one of the the, the DS Super Mario games, he he did some uh, light plumbing. Yeah. <laughs> some light plumbing. Light plumbing. It's just his hobby now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, pl- yeah. 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 I guess maybe it's just it's just it's just Mario's hobby now. Did Luigi take over the business? I would like to think so. I think I think Luigi like. In a way, kind of, like, kind of like how Gallagher's brother took over Gallagher's <laughs> show and his whole thing. Now it's going to be Luigi dressed up in Mario's clothes. You can tell it's Luigi. He's still Luigi. Yeah. but it's, Because he's it's, too tall. Yeah. And, and his mustache just, is different. The clothes just don't quite fit right. It doesn't quite fit. He's tall. It's like that terrible Penny Arcade comic of like... <laughs> like uh, w- w- the, the, we're like Peach and Princess Peach and then uh, the, the other one... Uh, uh, oh, Daisy. Daisy. They're talking about, uh, does Luigi do anything freaky in the bedroom? <laughs> and then, like, you see, like, Luigi walk in, like, today, I'm player one. He's dressed as Mario. <laughs> that was a hilarious comic when I saw that. <laughs> but then Luigi, well, he hunts ghosts, too. <laughs> so, you know. He's a ghost hunter. That's true. Yeah. He, 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 is a, he, he is a buster of ghosts. He's a buster of ghosts. But he... he he is afraid of ghosts, though. He is always very afraid. Of he ghosts. is quite afraid. He uh, he he literally shakes. Yeah, as he is busting ghosts. It, I I personally want someone who's afraid of them so that they would be extra careful. About they're extra it. careful, and they'd be quite expedient in, in in the disposal of these ghosts. Yeah, like yeah, yeah. If you think about Mario, has had several different other jobs. Yeah. He he's had multiple careers. He, he was in the Olympics, right? <laughs> yeah. Him and Sonic are in the Olympics. Yeah. Yeah. Every other year, they yeah. come out with the summer games and the winter games. He, he's snowboarding. <laughs> he's running the track. I mean, I'm. I'll, but I'll, I'll, logistically, there's no way he should beat Sonic in a running oh, yeah, in a race. No, there, no. there is no way. No, I when they they, they show that they show, like where they, if they're running on a track. Sonic's just gonna destroy him. Oh yeah. No, no matter how hard Mario pushes down on B, there's no way he's keeping up with Sonic the Hedgehog. That's yeah, true. It's it, like it's, it's literally like, physically impossible. Like even even with a star, he probably should. Yeah, even with a star, <laughs> yeah. he, he could be like he could be that 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 that. Sonic would be like, bro, I already ran around the track. <laughs> yeah. It's like Carl Lewis versus Butterbean. Ah, exactly. <laughs> he's a fat Italian plumber. <laughs> he's a fat Italian. Plumber. He's full of spaghetti. Not, he's he's not, a full of spaghetti. Not a plumber anymore. Yeah, yeah, he's not a plumber anymore. He just wears coveralls because he's, they're they're comfortable. He's just Italian. He's just Italian. <laughs> Is he like royalty now? Because he's been with the princess for a long time, right? So I mean, he has been with the princess for a long time, but I, I yeah, they haven't done anything though. 
Nah, I mean, clearly no. Whatever this relationship is, it hasn't been consummated. <laughs> it clearly hasn't. I, I bet you Bowser's take hit that a lot more. Than I mean, oh, there, that, that, that reminds me of another one of those online comics where like she just lets herself get t- kidnapped all Why the time. Why do you think she keeps getting kidnapped? It's it has, at this point it has to be voluntary. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I guess she likes riding on spikes. If you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah, I went there. <laughs> and Donkey Kong used to kidnap her back in the day, dude. <laughs> she's totally into bestiality. <laughs> Donkey Kong, man. I have that one shirt. It's oh, Don- it's Donkey Kong and Bowser fighting over her. <laughs> I get to go first. You get my sloppy yeah. seconds. <laughs> He's playing the bongos. He's playing his Donkey Kong. He's playing his Donkey Kong. while waiting for Bowser to finish. Good God. See, we haven't had a good one of those uh, little where we derail into weird, <laughs> yeah, like, weird uh, for uh, slash fiction. Wasn't there like? I vaguely uh, Mario Island where there was a little baby Bowser and he yeah yeah Bowser he, Jr. And he thought that the princess was his mom yeah 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 that was a uh, Super but, Mario Sunshine it, it was Sunshine it was Sunshine and, and then, a weird Bowser Jr. because Bowser had Bowser's had a lot of kids yeah and he told her he told him right that well that's your mom and that's why he was kidnapping her right <laughs> see you know that that's the one Mario game I never played I never played Sunshine yeah, it's pretty fun. He had, his, he had his little water tank with the flood. See, he was a janitor in that game. He was cleaning things up. Yeah. Not yeah. a plumber. He was using water he was clean, to clean. He was cleaning graffiti. <laughs> My favorite of his jobs, by the way, boxing ref. That's right. right. Yeah. Mike Tyson's punch out. Yep. He was the referee. And Mike Tyson's punch out. You know, he did have a shitload of odd jobs back in the, in the NES era. That's right. He, he, was, he was the golfer in the, in, the, in the NES tournament golf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Which was easy because all you had to do, like, if you knew you screwed up a shot, just turn it off and on real quick and you could take the shot again. <laughs> exactly. It worked on the Game Boy, too. Oh, see, I, I remember in uh, the, the original tennis game, he was a referee. That's right. He's been a referee. He's a referee of all sorts. He, 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 But then later on, they eventually, around the, uh, I guess it was around GameCube, they started having him do all the sports. Yeah. Mario baseball Mario and tennis. Mario soccer. It was Mario tennis, right? Oh yeah, there was Mario Tennis. Actually, yeah. that was in the, that was on the N sixty four. There was yeah. Mario Tennis where they actually did play. That's where they introduced Waluigi. Because you know, why have one one weird clone? Let's have a weirder clone of the the loser brother. Yeah, that's one character I can never quite. Mario. Like, I, I well, oh my! There, there was an article I forgot to post earlier today that the, the, there was also an explanation as to why uh, Wario and Waluigi don't have princesses of their own. Is there? I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They, I knew would think they would have to be like the antithesis of princess and I mean, yeah. And like, did, did Luigi end up hooking up with Pauline on the side or something? I don't know. Yeah. Maybe yeah. I don't know. Maybe Pauline should be their princess for for the Wario Luigi. She could be like, what, what do you do? What would be the opposite? Wario Wallene? Wapaline. Wapaline. It's hey. a me, a Wapaline. Was he? Is he a clone of Mario, or like what is he like? You know, I have that first game. It was yeah. it was Super Mario Land Two, six yeah. golden coins. I had I, I anxiously awaited that game. Mm-hmm. I, I got that game for Christmas, whatever year that was. Mm-hmm. <coughs> and it was weird. It made no sense. It's like he took over the castle. He flipped the M into a W, mm-hmm. and he was war. And he was he was really grotesque back then. He was like humongous. He was like. 
five, six times the size of Mario. It was very intimidating when you fought against him because he was huge. Yeah. And I don't think it was ever adequately explained what his deal was. If he's like an evil clone or yeah. some sort of... <laughs> hey, my buddy who was at the game with me, Ryan Rios, you just missed me talking about the football game, bro. <laughs> we actually talked football on Dre's Geek Philosophy today. Yeah, I, I don't know if he's some yeah. sort of weird clone. And then, yeah, then you had a Waluigi and these evil versions with, with big, giant... Pink noses. That that was always the thing that weirded me yeah. out the, the most about about Wario and Waluigi. Like something was wrong with their nose, where it was pink and pointy. <laughs> it, it, it looked like the head of a weird dick. Always <laughs> thinking. I, I left. I would say I, I almost left. Executive producer Sam's yeah, speechless. He's thinking about. He is processing the penis noses of Wario and Luigi, and this is why this show has an explicit warning tag on iTunes. Well, it's just making me wonder why you would. I guess I'd never associated anybody's nose or any character's nose with the dick. And what Triple H, the wrestler? Come on! No, except for one thing, Triple H, the, the, he had a giant schnoz. That's the, he. He nailed, he nailed Stephanie with that cigarette. thing. The camel cigarette, camel. That one's oh, nose okay. looked like. Oh, a dude, it looked like a giant dong. Yeah. But <laughs> aside from that, no. I mean, you've been looking at Wild Luigi and Wild. And it's Warriors. a big. It's a big purple, freaking pointy, fucking. <laughs> Do you You're, think that was their intention? No, clearly no. There is something wrong with me, yes. The, yeah, that's but, where I was going. <laughs> this is not a secret. I'm, I just remember. This is not broadcast news. Yeah. This is not broadcast news to you that would take this into a direction that, that would be unusually and unhorrible. Correct? That is, yeah, that's true. Correct. Thank you, sir. Thank you. It's trying to make me feel bad for being crazy. Oh, I'm not making you feel bad about it. I'm right, trying to point out I, my crazy. I, I'm just highlighting. You know it. what else? You know what else is crazy? You know what else is crazy? I finally finished Daredevil oh, season two. There you go. Today finally. I finished. I fi- I finally finished fucking Daredevil season two. And wasn't it good? It was fucking great. As soon yeah. as I got past that second episode, holy! F- as soon as they introduced Elektra, holy fuck balls! Everything goes fucking yeah. crazy. Oh yeah. And then fucking Frank Castle being fucking Frank Castle, dude. He was like the real MVP in the final, in, the, in the, this last episode. Yeah. We just shows him start sniping ninjas. I'm like, ah, <laughs> <laughs> just you didn't see that coming, you fucking ninja assholes. <laughs> that was fucking great. You just and then like he freaking sees his freaking uh, the, I guess he sees the X-ray of his skull and I'm like, all right, let me, I'm gonna become an artist. Let me grab this white can of spray paint, get this bulletproof vest, shh, and he puts a perfect fucking skull. Yep. And, but it did look fucking cool. It did look cool, yeah. Like, he's show, showing up with his giant fucking sniper rifle just sni- yeah. sniping ninjas as freaking a, a broken-hearted Matt Murdock fucking avenging Electra. Oh, God. Yeah. It was so... Yeah, the, 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 I watched the, the the last episode literally right before uh, right before you uh, showed up to my house oh, so nice. before we carpooled over here to the studio. I was finishing that up, and then I, and I, and I started Luke Cage. I got halfway through the first episode. And as uh, you, Sam Zia, and you, Peter, both said, and many people said, it basically is a very serious black dynamite. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He got laid in the first 30 minutes. He's, he actually is smiling. He, he is smiling. <laughs> Good God. He's just like, Luke Cage is just balling up the whole time. He's setting these dumb kids straight. And like all these women are just throwing their panties at him. Good God. And like, the old guy, the old guy in the, in the barbershop, you either got it or you don't. Yeah. And he has it. Like all he's doing. Oh, hey Luke, how you doing? Here's my phone number. Let's go get coffee. I don't like coffee. Neither do I. <laughs> Hilarious. So, how many episodes did you get through so far of Luke Cage? Yeah, I just I I finished just... half of the first episode. Oh, no, I, I I literally finished uh, episode thirteen of Daredevil 
right before we started driving. I, I, oh, but maybe a half hour before we started driving out here. I watched maybe the first 20, 30 minutes of Luke Cage, and then I'll like, oh, he's here. I had to pack up the PlayStation. I had to pack everything up. Boom. As Bada soon bing, as you get home and you get all the stuff set back <coughs> up again, you're going to binge watch at least three episodes. Uh, no, I'm not. Nah, I, I know it's good, but I, that, that's the thing. Because you know, I did oh, with, with, with Daredevil Season 1 and a little bit with Jessica Jones. Because I remember when Daredevil Season 1 came out, I, I, I watched the entire thing in like pretty much the entire – in one day. Yeah. And I like I, I, oh, I over-consumed. And I was like, oh, man, my eyes are bigger than – my <laughs> eyes are bigger than my brain. I don't think I can take that. I can't, I, I can't keep doing that shit no more. I, I can't really binge watch stuff mm. anymore. I, 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 I want to savor it. I want to enjoy it. It's like, you know, I think like people were discovering that with Game of Thrones. When you have that week between episodes, you really appreciate – each episode, but like when you sit back and you fucking just consume them all all at once, you really don't appreciate it. Like when I watched Breaking Bad on, on Netflix, however many years ago, I only watched it one or two episodes at a time because so much shit yeah. happened. My brain would have to fucking like calm down from all the fucked up shit that would happen on that show. Holy fuck. Yeah. So that's why like now I really can't, I, I can't binge anything anymore. It's a, it, I don't know. There's something I, I, I'm old. I'm just gonna chalk it up to that. I am old. That's why I didn't really. I I did get into Daredevil, but I only watched it one or two at a time. It was like I, each night I'd be like, all right, I watch one, maybe second episode. I'm like, all right, I'm good now. I don't feel the need to continue going, and just yeah. like, okay, it's four a.m. Holy shit, fuck my life. Yeah. <laughs> that just I it just I, I don't have that capacity in my brain anymore. I, I want I, to I want I, to savor it. I want to eat it slowly. And, I physically enjoy. can't do more than two hours at a time because I fall asleep. You fall asleep. Yeah. I, I, am, I am out cold. Well, you're also a father. so Yeah. And it's that and also, well, what's it called? Now, Mystery Science Theater 3000. I will fall asleep in the middle of that oh. in a heartbeat. Well, because oh, you were telling us about that. There's an app. For, for those of you watching us on, on Twitch, there is an app apparently called up. Get this app. It's, it's called Pluto TV. Pluto TV. If you have a Get PlayStation 4. It, it has a, everything it, that it's you a, want. It's a free app, apparently. That they are not a sponsor. I wish they were a sponsor. Free. But this sounds like this sounds like I'm doing an ad read. Hello, friends. <laughs> Do you like Mystery Science Theater 3000? Do you like a bunch of ridiculous things? If you want to watch a channel of nothing but Mystery Science Theater, you should download the Pluto app on your PlayStation 4. <laughs> See, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna use it as a demo reel to send that to perspe- prospective sponsors. There you go. My buddy Ryan, that's a, we we were talking about that in the pregame. He's like, Do you think you can get to the point you get the sponsors? I'm like. I don't know. I need more viewers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I need more viewers before I can get a sponsor. They have so a share the show. Science Theater 3000 channel. There's a, there's a channel on that. Pluto TV. I, yeah. I, need, I need to download that myself. But, so friends. And a Rift Tracks channel. <clears throat> Damn it. I forgot to reach for the cough button. So so this past weekend, it, it, we, we, uh, today is Labor Day. So normally, there used to only just be one convention on Labor yep. Day. The, the Penny Arcade Expo. But recently, we, we've discovered... There's a lot of nerd conventions happening on Labor Day weekend. Yeah. Like looking at my list here, we had Dragon Con in Atlanta, Long Beach right right down the way, 30 minutes away or an hour if there's traffic. Long Beach Comic Con mm-hmm. happened this past weekend. San Francisco had yep. their Comic Con this past weekend. Seattle, Penny Arcade Expo, probably the biggest gaming, one of the biggest gaming expos that's, a, that's out there now. All these things happened on the same weekend. Now, Peter Malini, yeah, you, mm-hmm. the uh, the creator of the East LA Comic Con, yeah, I am. <laughs> when yes, you, were, you are. You are. You are. No, the, by, there is no hyperbole. You are yeah. the creator of the East LA Comic Con. Mm-hmm. When, when you were scouting dates, you tried to make sure you didn't conflict. Or, yeah. Like I, I assume that would have been a. Uh, yeah. you, you don't want to conflict with anyone else's show. Yeah, and I remember I downloaded 
about four or five different apps that gives you dates uh, for these shows uh-huh. just to make sure we didn't. You don't want to conflict. Yeah. Because one of our friends on Facebook, uh, Sam, was like, oh, this is a good thing. That means uh, one show doesn't ha- hog all the nerds. But like I, but I was counterpoint. I'm like, no. Yeah. This causes a different type of problem that you, as a consumer, you don't see. This spreads the talent. Like mm-hmm. if, if 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 Long Beach wanted DC, Com- oh, there was a convention in freaking Toronto as well, because yeah. that's where yeah. DC Comics was. Mm-hmm. So DC couldn't come to, to San Francisco. DC couldn't come to Long Beach. Were, this yeah. is causes guests you know all these people like all these vips mm-hmm. they have to pick and choose where they go it's yeah. a nerd log jam it's a nerd thank <laughs> you so like our, 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 a friend of ours on facebook is like oh but this is good for nerds it, like, it, like no this is this is technically yeah. bad for nerds it's yeah. uh, penny arcade expo and dragon con uh, n- n- uh, a big time nerd will wheaton he used to go to both but now dragon con moved to Li- liberty weekend and he was forced to choose between going to Penny Arcade Expo, where he'd do a funny Dungeons and Dragons panel with them, he'd do all kinds of other stuff. He'd basically just be Will Wheaton, you know, like "Shut up, Wesley," you know. <laughs> yeah. And then he'd go to Dragon Con, do and then he was forced to choose. He he chose to go to Dragon Con yeah. instead. Of, I remember the uh, one of the last times I went to Penny Arcade Expo, I was like, "Oh, I was really disappointed." I'm like, "Oh, where the fuck's Will Wheaton? He's supposed to be here doing because they they, they have a fun you know interactive um, uh, Dungeons and Dragons game that they play live at a, in a theater. Like the, the two guys from Penny Arcade and all the stuff they all get together." So it's just like it's insane. Yeah, and so well, there, there's it's, too many cons. It, yeah, it's really similar. Like this, the best example is like uh, free comic book day. Uh-huh. It's very difficult to find someone to you know come to a store because every store in the country is doing. Yeah, no, it's know. like it's it's hard to find talent. It's, it's you, you, know, like, you have this glut of like or a log like a log jam where like yeah. you're trying to find an artist or someone to come to your store. And like so now now that we there's so many conventions now. It's now they're starting yeah. to overlap. Yeah. And these um yo what's up Bushy Bro Lee? <laughs> you're watching you you're, you're double watching. I saw you just joined on Facebook as well. <laughs> Thank you. Double view. <laughs> and yeah, it, it, yeah. It, I feel this, this is becoming a problem now, right? Oh yeah. Oh, big time. I mean, I, I, as as a proprietor of a convention yourself, yeah. is, is this something that concerns you? Uh, a little bit. I mean, because even even though I I, I did everything I could to make sure nothing conflicted after we announced the date Stuff started coming up. <laughs> stuff stuff came up because other people wanted that 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 that, that week uh, a summer weekend. Yeah. So it's just it, 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 I I kind of feel at this point you really can't like plan for anything. It's like I mean holiday week is a, I think is um it's a given. I think any holiday week there's there's going to be some there, sort of like convention yeah. now. Because even was it anime expo was like Fourth of July. Yeah, anime, well, I, traditionally anime has always been Fourth of July, but now I feel like there's going to be other conventions that are going to try to like oh, pop yeah. up and try. Well, because again, a lot of these conventions are getting overcrowded, so now mm-hmm. that maybe people see themselves as being an alternative. Oh, hey, don't go to that convention. That place is you know you're going to wait five hours to get inside. Yeah. Come to our little convention over here. You will. There's no lines. Yeah. You can do whatever you want. You can buy things here. <laughs> But so, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be a problem. Though. This convention culture is really getting out of hand. Yeah. In, in my opinion. Well, the thing too, like it's it's sort of like um, there's these, these other conventions that are kind of cookie cutter conventions where they're like, oh, it's focusing more on the celebrities. Oh, really? You know like a, like a pop culture convention? Yeah. I think there, there, there I think there was also a no, actually, a friend I saw there was a, there was a Las Vegas pop yeah. culture con this past weekend. I forgot to list that one because a friend of mine yeah. she was she was vending. She makes a lot of nerdy stuff, mm-hmm. and she was vending there. And there was all there was like six shows yeah. this weekend. Oh, like was it last weekend? There was uh, Palm Springs. Palm Springs, yeah. In two weeks, I have a sex therapist convention. No, but I'm not talking specifically <laughs> like just nerd cons. 
Specific, I mean, your sex therapist convention is going to be a lot of people. I know, I know. I just know a lot, a lot of people of... Li- literally and figuratively doing this. There's a lot of sex nerds and sex geeks there. I have no doubt, my friend. <laughs> they even have stickers. If, if we learned anything from Revenge of the Nerds is that jocks think about sports and nerds think about sex. Yes. If, if there's any takeaway we could get from that, from that, cl- from right. that classic sex comedy from the 80s. You know, that's something that... No, that, there's one more great takeaway that I've used also. Nerds! <laughs> Yes, of course. There's more of us than there are of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. this is true. We we do outnumber them. Yeah, especially now. Oh yeah, especially now. We, we bred. We we created two and three versions we, of us. Like the, the the female nerds and the male nerds nerd that we learned we can procreate and make other ones. <laughs> We had a nerd president for a while there, man. We like... for eight years we did have a nerd president. Yeah, that is fucking true. He was totally into being yeah. a fucking nerd. There's he did fucking, of, fantasy ba- uh, fucking fantasy basketball. He's in a podcast. There was, there was pictures of him with lightsabers and standing <coughs> in front of stu- Superman statues. Like, oh we, oh, Matt, yeah, I feel like we did. I don't feel like I appreciate the fact that we did have a nerd president. Yes, we did. Holy fuck. That, he had a science convention. Uh, he had a science fair every year no. in the White House. He That guy supported nerds. He was not ogre. He was like the anti-ogre. He was the president of Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. <laughs> yes! Yes! President Lambda, Lambda, Lambda. Yeah. <laughs> Washington branch. Washington branch. <laughs> Barack Obama. I'm stupid. <laughs> I just couldn't. We can't go anywhere from there. It's like, okay, everybody, good night. We'll see y'all later. Uh, uh, Barack Obama. Barack Obama. He's president. Lambda, lambda, lambda. We just went there. Of course, I went there. I'm stupid. Barack Obama. We we lost two viewers on on. on, on. (laughs) We had a steady five. That was like an all time high. We had five people. On Twitch, and we lost two on President of Lando Lando Lando, Barack Obama. You're welcome. That's what we do here. That that. That's what we do. That's what I do. I think the two people went from there to the Facebook. That one just went up. That it went up to seven now. Hey, what can I what can I say? I don't know. I'm stupid. But to get back to conventions, before I went off on this insane Revenge of the Nerds tangent that wound up, see, this is, uh, I'm going to have to, I'm gonna, well, I'm going to have some more free time soon. I'm going to have to cut that and put that on YouTube. Like, highlights. Highlights. <coughs> highlights of, um, of Dre's Geek Philosophy. Oh, man. oh, the main thing I really want to talk about was, was Penny Arcade Expo, because that's, mm-hmm. that's a convention that I, I went to three times in about five years. I went like, I, I went three, I, I really enjoyed that one. And because I was, I, I I would always tell people like, because I remember the uh, the, the E3 show, like we mm-hmm. we were that was a big deal to us. We we were dealing with that in June because that, that's that's a big um, and that, that's that's a big thing for nerds. Yeah. But I always felt like this Penny Arcade Expo that was the accessible one because the big thing pe- uh, normal people couldn't get into E3, but an average person could go to this Penny Arcade Expo. Yeah. You and have that, to be abnormal to get into E3. You had to be abnormal. <laughs> <laughs> But this Penny Arcade Expo, it actually got bigger and bigger. I remember the first time I went was 2008, and you could buy tickets way in advance. It, it, it was the same San Diego Comic-Con conundrum. Yeah. Where, like, when, the first time I went in 2008, I remember me and then the, the girl I was dating, oh, we bought two tickets, like, months in advance. We bought our plane tickets, got the hotel, got everything. It was one, it was one afternoon. It was like, 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 all right, we're going to Penny Arcade Expo. Let's do this. Bought the tickets. Everything was good. We went up there. 
And it was a really cool show. I, I, I it's sad. Like the, like, I think the last time I went, I realized there was so much more to the show that I didn't know about. Like, because mm-hmm. like, we only went to like the main hall, kind of like E3. Like you go to this main hall. There's all these games to play. There's all these lines you can stand in. But what was really great about Penny Arcade Expo is that they had all these other smaller rooms. Mm. Like, let's say if you really like board games, because it wasn't just video games. It was all. It was yeah. every type of gaming. So if, if, there, if there's some sort of rare board game you really wanted to check out, like you and your friends are there, you could. There was a there was a library they they set up in one of the conference rooms. Like you go there, you hand them your ID, you tell them I want to play such and such and such a board game that's really rare. They'd hand it to you, you sit down, and you play it right there. Huh. And then I found a different room where they had all these old consoles set up. They had. Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Genesis, oh, wow. Sega Saturn, Dreamcast, eh, like all these. They had this entire freaking every console that you could imagine. Yeah. This whole room was set up to it. And the same thing. They had li- all these all these different uh, gamers uh, donated their games to have this library. Like if there was a game that you really wanted to play, yeah. same thing. You hand over your ID. It's like, I wanted to play Beautiful Joe on GameCube. All right, boom. They hand me. They tell me, okay, uh, the next GameCube be available in about 10 minutes. All right. Here's the game. You go sit down. Oh, shit. I'm playing this game from nice. that era. I'm like, all right, I want to play such an N64 game. I go through the list. I'm like, oh, I want freaking, uh, I want to play Blast Core. Borrow Blast Core. Go sit down at the N64. And then you see all these other people playing gold, four people playing GoldenEye. Some people playing Mario Kart. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dude, I'm going to play some rare shit. I'm, I'm going to play this game on uh, Jet Grind Radio on on a, on a Dreamcast. Yeah. There was all like... I didn't discover this room until like it was like the the my last night the last time I went. I'm like, there's all this cool shit. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> and then they have another room with all the modern all the modern mm-hmm. consoles. So like whatever was current, you could play all the current stuff. Yeah. It, it, there's all these rooms. Uh, I think the one of the other ones. Uh, they had a fighting game room where they like, oh they had all the popular fighting games set up. You just get in line. It's like it was like the like the old arcade. You you just got in line instead of putting in a quarter. You just get in line. Boom, play Street Fighter, play Tekken, play all these games. And then the one that really killed me, that like I'm really sad that I didn't discover the first time, they had a room with a bunch of old school arcade cabinets. Oh. And they had a bunch of rare games too. Damn. And like all these old cabinets, and they were all set on free play. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, it's it, it, it's literally like, if you are a gamer of any sort, that mm-hmm. this was the best convention. But unfortunately, because of this crazy convention culture, now it has become... Comic Con equivalent, where yeah. the tickets will sell out within five minutes of Damn. them going up. The hotel rooms are all crazy overbooked. It is chaos. Mm-hmm. And here, here's the craziest thing: unlike Comic Con, where like if you get a badge, you cannot transfer it or whatever. Yeah. They have signs that say, "Oh, if you're gonna scout, make sure you get the correct ones. Like, to wa- watch out for fake badges. Oh, like <laughs> you can't sell your badge inside the convention center, but they can't stop you." If you're outside the convention uh, yeah. center, so they're like they advocate like, oh, you can do it, and you can do it whenever you want. We can't stop you. So mm. if you want to go to the show and if you're willing to pay above the market value, because now because the it's so insane, yeah, you have guys outside, all these scalpers. Yo, yo, I got a three day pass. Yo, I got I got a single day, and you can pay. Uh, apparently, oh, Major Woody got to see Golden Knight before it came out. You were a game tester. We yeah, we are old man. <laughs> Good God. Oh, John Bulas. Did they have uh, Kung Fu Madison proper rapper? Of course they had. I'm, I'm sure they had proper rapper. I'm Parappa the rapper. I remember I, I played that back on PS1 when that came out. That was a that was one of the first rhythm games. It's out again on PS4. It's on PS4 again? Yeah, it's just really hard to play because, you know, 
the TVs have the lag. The lag? No, they, 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 it's not like a. Uh, it's not like a rock band where uh, yeah, where you can, <laughs> can autocorrect. You, you can autocorrect, or you can set the, you can adjust for latency. <laughs> so yeah, it's like all these old school rhythm games. You know, it was you know it's funny because those old old rhythm games were much easier to play on CRT yeah, <laughs> TVs. Absolutely, I, that's I, why I, ha- I kept my big my my old big screen for so uh, long was because it it was a rear screen projector uh, ah, screen. It, it was zero lag. Zero lag. Where all like, uh, I, when I, I I fired up all my rock band stuff recently to make sure it all worked, and. Uh, I had I had to keep readjusting the like I I set up the I haven't used the drums in years mm-hmm. so I, I fired up the drums popped in some batteries and then I couldn't drum for shit I was like what the hell I mean I was never good mm-hmm. but I set it on medium I should be oh I should be hitting like 85 90% on medium and I was like 20% oh fail fail and I'm like oh had to go in and do the whole the recalibrate to adjust for lag and after that I'm like oh okay yeah, like fucking modern technology, yeah. man. <laughs> Some things are more convenient. Other things are a pain in the ass. Yeah. But, yeah. but again, like this convention, it, it used to be so – it was amazing. And, and again, I feel this weird regret just like San Diego Comic Con. Yeah. Like, oh, at least this time I got to go once before it got gigantically huge. Now it's it's out of control. I, I mean, yeah. I've seen pictures from my friends going who went up there because I have a couple friends who literally went up there for work because they work for different different game studios. And it's just – it's just over right. – like they take over part of Seattle. On Labor weekend, which is funny because no. in Seattle they have like a bunch of bunch of different things going on because mm-hmm. they they have the Penny Arcade Expo happening downtown at the convention center. They have a big musical festival called Bumper Shoot where they just like they, it's like the the equivalent of like when we have like Weenie Roast mm-hmm. or whatever down here. It's like that's that's what's going on up there for them. And then there's like a big like redneck thing where there's like like power boating and all, oh. like, <laughs> like all these different like like like. All, all these different like yeah. redneckish kind of like I remember that that's how it was explained to me like oh yeah like, uh, Labor Day weekend is very awful here in Seattle because no. there's like four or five events going on at once Damn. on top of it being a holiday weekend yeah like that's why I was paying like three hundred dollars a day for my crappy little hotel room <laughs> it's insane it's it's chaos but uh, yeah I just I wanted to share some of my memories of this of this expo like it's just some of the cool shit like I remember the first time I went they had rock band set up and they had it set up twenty four seven oh. It was like nice. if you if like, I remember I got up from my hotel room I was like I'll be back and I went downstairs because uh, that first time we got a nice hotel room like we were like the Sheridan across the street from the convention so I was like I just went downstairs walked across the street and I remember the the the, the convention like uh, the 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 hall would shut down at seven but all those other rooms like the rooms of all the retro games all the the arcade mm-hmm. rooms those would stay open to like midnight oh wow it was insane and then the, they had rock band set up in the lobby and then the rock band the first time the rock band was like twenty four seven they're like oh yeah this just goes on all night I'm like. What? <laughs> 2 a.m.? I was like, I feel like playing rock band. I'm going to go get in line and play some rock band in the middle oh, of the night. Some... Although the last time I went, they, they stopped at 2 in the morning. Oh, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> a, a reasonable hour. Reasonable hour. I guess uh, no no one probably was really playing at like 5 a.m., I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that, that's like, oh, I, I, I missed that convention. And like, But uh, that's really part of like why I see the problem. Like what this... Everything is becoming a convention. Now, you yeah. right now, you're currently dealing with uh, the, the 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 city of San Gabriel wanting to throw like, their oh own con. They, they they saw the success of your East LA Comic Con. Yeah, they, they they conscripted you, kind of against your will. <laughs> a little bit because you know, to... they decided to have it right outside the store. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know. Oh, what kind of shit is that? <laughs> yeah. the, the, the city of San Gabriel decided to force him into throwing a and then. They're calling it Fairview Con because the, the street that his store is on. The, the nostalgic Books and Comics in San Diego, California on Fairview Drive. And Fairview, yeah. Call it Nostalgic Con. No, or something, or right? Something, something better, like, but yeah. Oh, have I ever been? To, uh, yeah, I, I've been to San Diego Comic Con a couple times. I know you've gone many, 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 yeah. many times. Uh, I, Peter Malini, you've gone way more than I did. Yeah, I started going when I was in junior high school. Oh, man, then, I'm so jealous. Yeah. And I just stopped going, like, 
about five years ago? Like, well, uh, around the time you started owning a comic shop <laughs> yeah, exactly. was when you stopped going to Comic Con. <laughs> like, ah, someone had to stay home someone, to, yeah. to run the comic shop, and that's you. <laughs> that's that, that was me when I was working the comic <laughs> shop. My boss would go to Comic Con, and I'd be stuck running the store the whole weekend. Yeah. I'm like, son of a bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I used to live two blocks away from the yeah. convention yeah, center, when, 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 and I, I used to go down there every once in a while, but now. Well, back then, you could you could walk up and yeah. buy a ticket oh, for the day. Geez, they, it was for like amazing. 20 bucks. Right. Like probably like 15, 20 bucks, buy a ticket for the day. Yeah. Now, you have to pay 150 bucks and hope that you can get a ticket <laughs> yeah. eight yeah. months in advance. Mm. This was about 17 years ago, so it was, oh, like, yeah. no. it was way less crowded. Yeah. It, was, uh, it was more fun. It was fun. Yeah. yeah. I remember my, my friend, he would buy next year's ticket, like, because they, they would sell, they would sell the following year's ticket there like if you were willing yeah. to they give it to you at a discount and if you're like willing to commit to come back to san diego the following year oh, buy your ticket for next yeah. year and then they, they stopped that shit yeah. in 20, <laughs> Real like quick. 2010 <clears throat> it just uh, it's it's yeah. nuts i remember uh when i graduated high school that was the first time we went multiple days but we couldn't get a hotel room so we went we drove up went to the show Went home and then drove back. You were back driving up. from San Diego to LA back and forth, <laughs> like two days in a row. I remember Sunday. We're like, nope, I'm done. Ridiculous. Yeah. Oh man, that was I, pretty I bad. Well, was it? Was that our good friend uh, Enrique Cruz? Yeah, yeah. Who was his Watching the show. What's yeah. up, Enrique? Yeah, we did that. Oh, days. driving back and it forth. Oh man. <laughs> oh, that just sounds. I mean, I had to do that once because uh, I, uh, a friend of mine she she left her computer in San Diego yeah. when we left a Nintendo trip. And so we drove all the way back up, and then we had to drive back down and then back up <laughs> within a span of six hours. Yeah. It was a long trip. That was a long, that was a long, that was a lot a of driving. Yeah. Well, I, I, I love visiting. I was just telling my friend, um, yeah, uh, I love visiting San Diego, but I, I, I wouldn't want to live there. Yeah, I know. Uh, San Diego seems like the whale's vagina. It's nice to answer, but not, not, a, place, not a nice place to live. Like, you lived yeah. in San Diego. I was there for three years. You know, work, working at the the, the Magic. Yeah, Magic 92.5. 92.5. Yeah. I almost said 92.3. I remember it. I, I, I see your, your lanyard every so often uh, yeah, from, from, your, uh, from your Magic days. I used to live right, right there in downtown. You're, uh, you're saying Market and... Uh, front and Market. Front and oh, Market, that's, that's right. right there, man. Yeah. That's, yeah. I was right there. Yeah. So. I mean, you just go out to your balcony and see Comic-Con happening. I, I would stand... My balcony was overlooking Front Street, and it was just awesome watching all this sea of humanity pour <laughs> into there. Like, it's... It's so crazy. I've only been to San Diego once outside of Comic-Con. I remember, I remember thinking it was like a ghost town. In comparison. It is. Yeah, like, you know. they oh, go, yeah. Two years ago, I did the same thing. Yeah. I went down there specifically to take the, the girl I was dating at that time. I'm like, we got to go to Lucha, Lucha Libre Taco Shop. That's my favorite place to go to eat in, in San Diego. And we, we, went, we, we went we went, and ate. I'm like, oh, let's go, let's go downtown. I want to see what downtown looks like without a Comic-Con. Yeah. And you're right. Ghost town. Yeah. It is weird. Yeah, there's a lot of cool spots down there. You go to the gas lamp. You go yeah. to the. Oh, yeah. You go uh, up to the the water. You have the Star of India, that old pirate ship up there. They got some good shit. You got the 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 the, the bar from Top Gun. Yeah, yeah, that's there too. Didn't that burn down and then they rebuilt it? Like, <laughs> I guess I don't remember if it burnt down. I mean, it yeah. is a barbecue, so it's a, yeah, it's a, a Kansas a, City yeah. barbecue or something. It's like Kansas yeah. City barbecue, or yeah, it's a, I think so. I remember, I remember me like the one of the last times we were coming, me, me and my, me and my buddy, we, we went over there to like, hey, let's go try this place out. Yeah. We yeah. we we see it on the trolley every time yeah. we're taking the trolley over. It's, it's 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 insane. It's very it, they they push the whole we are the bar from Top Gun. Oh, <laughs> it, it is it is oh, like yeah, all they over. Have a sign. Yeah, that's like their. Thing. Yeah, that's that's, yeah. that's their thing. But yeah. like, for me, it's it's Lucha Libre Taco Shop. Yeah. That 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 is the uh, that's the go to for me whenever I'm, I'm in. I've never, I've never had that. Oh, dude! Right. <laughs> oh, oh God! Big Kitchen down there. No, go to I, Big Kitchen. That place is good. No, that place I is love really Lucha Libre. The, the only other place I was always recommended to me about San Diego was Phil's Barbecue. 
Uh, a friend of mine, when, when the last time I was down there for work, uh, a friend of mine, she picked me up and we went over to Phil's and we we, we stuffed our faces was it with good? barbecue. It was, yeah. it was pretty good. It get wasn't like it wasn't like oh my god, I'm having an orgasm. But <laughs> like that's Lucha Libre Taco Shop. That place, I was just like, I drove two hours down and two hours back <laughs> just to have that food. That's how much. I enjoyed it. Get breakfast at Big Kitchen. I guarantee. Big you. Kitchen. Oh yeah, I have heard about that place. That's supposed to be. It's supposed to be really good. It's yeah. Supposed to be really good. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good breakfast spot. It's a good breakfast spot. But yeah, so yeah, as say we were we have all these memories of conventions, but yeah. now it's like we. It, I feel it's gotten away from us. Oh yeah, so it, it's gotten out it, of hand. I it's, have to say. it's gotten. It's like yeah, you said. Fairview Con. Fairview Con. <laughs> a ham-handed convention. Like, oh, man. Like, it took you a year to put together East LA Comic Con. And, and these, uh, I have to say, these assholes want you to put something together. It was like two months? Two months. Two months. Two months. I like, put ridiculous. Yeah. And, like, all, these things are, they, they, all these people see these conventions now as cash grabs. Because oh, you yeah. see this herds of nerds <laughs> showing up <coughs> all over the place. It, it, it's out of control. I, I don't like it. I'm a cranky old man. I'm, I'm turning into the old man from Gran Torino. Get off my lawn! I'm like, damn you! Let me let me say some racist shit and tell you to get off my fucking lawn. <laughs> racial epitaph, racial epitaph, racial epitaph, one after the other. I hate all of you equally, man. So yeah, it's 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 nuts, and I I, I don't like what's happening. Ugh, it, it it bothers me to no end. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. At some point, yeah, the, the bubble, and that's what we say, the bubble yeah. will eventually pop at some point, yeah. and maybe we'll be able to take back control of our conventions <laughs> and enjoy them like normal well, human beings. Well, it's just crazy because there's these, co- these, like, the amazing company, like, they have, they started off with, like, in Arizona, and um, they have one in Hawaii, like, <laughs> like it's crazy that there's all these conventions all over the place. And then, like, Stephen Amell, doesn't he have, like, the, the heroes and villains? Isn't he, like, really yeah. like, tied into that? Like, he's at every one of those heroes and villains yeah. cons, and they have lines for people to meet all the people from the CW shows. Yeah. It's basically, yeah. it's all the CW people. Yeah. Hey, just be, be, make sure that you set up enough security for the Green Ranger. <laughs> That's right. Freaking Green Ranger. <laughs> Man, I, I kind of feel like he started that whole thing because he was the guy that was like going to every show, you know. He, he, and he clearly was making money because there's still a lot of Power Ranger fans, man. Oh, there's it, a lot. It's hard. insane. See, next year they're gonna come <coughs> out of the woodworks because next year's the 25th anniversary of Power Rangers. <laughs> Good God, 25th anniversary. That, that's 25 years ago, man. I made fun of that shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was just at that age where I'm like, I was too old for that bullshit. Yeah, I was like, stop, stop, Power yeah. Rangers. I, 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 I was past that. I, I felt like I, I I hit at the right I, time I, I think with, I, the, with the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And I think hey, We were still in middle school, and then we had just got to high school when Power yeah. Rangers, like, it was like, I think, because we're the same age. Like, it was like yeah. eighth grade when the Power Rangers kind of happened, and then I remember, like, ninth and tenth grade, the, those those toys became very rare. Because my yeah. Barry, the first owner of Comic Galaxy, yeah. he would run his toys for us. He'd buy those Power Ranger toys for, like, However much they cost, like six, seven bucks, bring them to the store, sell them for 20. And people would buy them. People would buy them. Resell culture. It's been around forever. Forever. But on that note, thank you for everyone who's watching. We had had an all-time high of viewers on Twitch. We were even up to 10 viewers here on Facebook a little while ago. Thank you all for watching. We really appreciate it. The more views we get, the more it'll help the show in the long run. Please, as always, please make sure to share. These video- if you're on Facebook, share the video with your friends. If you're on Twitch, let other people know, hey, I saw this crazy bald guy <laughs> with the annoying music in the background doing this whole crazy talking about all kinds of nonsense on Twitch. So remember, Facebook.com forward slash Dre GP podcast. The GP stands for great geek philosophy. That, that Greek philosophy. <laughs> geek philosophy. 
You can follow me on Twitter at DreGBPodcast. You can follow Sam Zia Come on, on it's time Twitter. to go do the Mario. Take one step and then again. Let's do the Mario all together now. At SamZ570 right there. You can follow Pete on Twitter at Nostalgic underscore Comics. You can follow, and I already gave mine. Um, that's all the things. We've done all the things. Do the thing. We, do the thing. Thank you for watching. Thank you so much. Please continue to come back here. We're here every Monday night doing Dre's Geek Philosophy. Every Wednesday night, Pete, we do Pete's show at Nostalgia Books and Comics that we were talking about. We do a multiverse comic show. As my friend Ryan said, it's it's kind of deep. It's kind of heavy. It's very comic book heavy, and that's what it's meant to be. It's meant to be. Yeah. You know, we we, we, we kind of uh, he he goes. You guys go go pretty deep in the woods. A little bit. <laughs> Like, and I told him, you know, that, that I think that's, that's we don't really talk too much comics here because yeah. we, you and I can get really freaking yeah. lost in the woods. And I remember he said he tried watching the, the the Wednesday show, and he's like, "Wow, that was too much for me." I was like, you, "You know what? It's funny. I don't remember when it was. But I remember one at one point we were talking, and I forgot that the camera was going. <laughs> like, yeah, that's how. That, I mean, and honestly, I, I feel that's how the show is because yeah. we're we're discussing comics and we kind of forget yeah. that there's a there's people potentially watching the video. It's, it's insane. And then. We do that on Wednesdays. Mm -hmm. Saturday nights, I do Dre versus Super Nintendo. You want to see me struggle <laughs> trying to remember how to play old Super Nintendo games? That happens Saturday nights uh, right here on Facebook. And I try to kind of do it on Twitch as well, but it's very difficult. So, for me, for Xavier Samzia, for Judge Miller, P. Malini, I'm Dre. Thank you for watching. Have a good night. Peace. Bye. Bye. <laughs> oh, thank you for everyone who watched on Twitch. Oh, we'll do our like our little five-minute post-game show. Uh, we always try to do a little bonus here, try to incentivize people to.